Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week, we have the giggles really bad. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just trying to get it together here. You know, those moments where you're laughing and then you're like, oh, no, I'm fine. I can keep talking. And then you can't because you start laughing again. We've been there. But now that I'm talking, I think I'm doing okay. I'm fine now. Okay. I'm done. I don't need to laugh anymore. (laughs) We're not going to laugh this whole rest of this episode. And Veronica is lying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably laugh, but um, but that this is not a comedy podcast, except hmm. when it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, it's not the point. What's the point? <laughs> women's history. Right. This women's is history women's month. Women's history month, yeah. which is important because women are important. And so often throughout history, um, women have been kind of forgotten. Suppressed. Yeah. Oppressed. Oppressed, mm-hmm. suppressed. I remember in demonized, college, totally demonized. When I was in the junior college, I had to take history, U.S. history, and I took this U.S. history class, and I hated it. So <laughs> I left. Um, the teacher was actually he was pretty good, but I just I just didn't like the way it was being taught. And I learned that there was this women in history class, mm. and I took it, and it was so cool to hear all these things that I knew about, but from a told she taught it all from these women's different women's perspectives of like what were women doing in this movement, what were they doing during this time, and it was fascinating to me because it's not what we learn when we're in grammar school or high school. Um, we don't hear those stories. And and maybe that's changed some because, you know, I'm 44 now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's changed. I hope it's changed yeah. too, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. I remember being totally shocked that there was actually a women's U.S. history class. Um, and so anyway, we're going to talk about women specifically <laughs> tied in with witchery and more specifically why witchery or witchcraft has made us feel more empowered as women nice how'd i do great that was amazing (laughs) (laughs) so hopefully we can stay focused on that yeah so we we have been having a hard time coming up to this moment this morning of staying focused and we keep going to start the podcast and then we get really tangential and we're like oh wait come back we have to we have to do a podcast (laughs) but um i think veronica and i just have a talking problem and that's why we have a podcast. So we're sorry about that. <laughs> or you're welcome. Whatever, yeah, exactly. whatever however you want to spin exactly. that. <laughs> so Veronica. Yes, Emily. How does witchcraft make you feel empowered? Um, that is a good question. I think I first when I first you asked me that question, you know, a couple of minutes, minutes ago. ago. <laughs> I was like, And I actually started with feeling about like about myself, like um, that I like to have control Uh over my own life. And I like that feeling that I can have control over my life and I do have control over my life. Obviously, there's some things that I can't control, but having a belief system 
that allows me to feel empowered that like I can make a change, um, whether it's physically, emotionally, or spiritually, um, helps me feel empowered. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so but why does it do that? Why do you feel like your belief system creates that for you where you can make a change? Like why, why does your belief system make you believe you can make a change? I feel like I have tools in my back pocket, like such as um, using divination or um, using meditation or so there's like these tools that allow me to become aware of where I'm at and where you, you know, might go and where I might go. Yeah. Well, and I'm also, as you were just speaking, I went back to one of our first episodes where we talked about what is magic, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the ability to change your consciousness at will, or at least that's the definition that we've been working with. Yes. And so in that way, I, I would say that, you know, witchcraft and, and magical practices as a spiritual practice allow you to change your consciousness. So they allow you to maybe see things from a different mm -hmm. perspective along with the tools you have in your toolbox. It's like when those things work together, you can shift. Nice. That sound yes. Like yes. What you're saying that's right it. Now? Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. How about you, Emily? Um, you know, for me, I think what has made me feel most empowered and what I really want to share with other women, which is why Wise Woman Witchery was born, really, is that feeling of when you tap in to what I call source but it's even greater than just one thing, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's the fabric of all the elements that make up our world. And when I take my spiritual practice and I allow that to connect me on a deeper level with all that is around me, I feel a part of that. And that makes me feel empowered. Mm -hmm. So there's something about, um, you know, when I really go into like a deep trance state, or even if I just have like a soul burst because I'm out hiking in nature and something is so beautiful that I'm suddenly awestruck and I feel a part of that, there is a radiating energy that moves through me that makes me feel connected to the earth and the sky and all the things. And that is really empowering. Mm -hmm. I feel strong and confident, um, but not in like a, I can control the world kind of thing. Um, more just in a way that I am part of all of this and I can channel that energy to create my own course. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I was feeling like, um, you know, wanted to talk about energy, you uh -huh. know, I'm like, Hey, let's, let's talk about energy, but couldn't like quite figure out where I was going with that. But as you're talking about like getting into this feeling into this energetic flow, that is the universe. Like when you're in alignment with that universal energy, mm -hmm. like you can feel that flow and it's, it's empowering. Like mm -hmm. you feel the strength and the ability to, you know, walk on the path that you're meant to walk or, you know, do the things that you are meant to do in life as opposed to what you feel like you have to do, mm -hmm. you know? And as women, a lot of times we do feel that like, I have to do this. Like we just really load ourselves up with the things that we have to do as, you know, holders, that's what we do. Like we hold a lot. Mm -hmm. And then like, where is that energetic flow? How, where is that, you know, what is the purpose? Where, where is my purpose? Where is the universal energy here in this? I have to do place. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that responsibility, right? I mean, I think so often, and I, I think men experience this too. I don't want to just make this nice. like, yeah. <laughs> 
women just feel so responsible. I think yes, men have yes. a sense of responsibility and often it's different. Um, but I know kind of as a rule, and I'm just going to preface this by saying this is a very blanket statement and there are always exceptions. But as a rule, many, many women I talk to um, in in my work as a therapist, but also just my friendships and people in the world that I come in contact with feel a great sense of responsibility for managing their homes mm -hmm. and working and, you know, taking care of the kids and making sure their partner's okay and taking care of their family, you know, like their parents and whatnot. And all of that can feel heavy mm -hmm. um, and take away from that sense of self. Yep. Right. So um, I just got tangential and I'm going to, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole here of, um, of thinking about, oh, now I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready. You were, I, I, I was looking at you and you were having your fingers like you're going down that road. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> Never mind. Let's pick a different thing to say. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, well, one thing you'll always get from us is we keep it pretty darn real. Yeah. <laughs> no airs. No airs here. No, no. Um, yeah, I was, oh, I know what it was. It was something about, we had talked earlier, Veronica, about uh, how we sometimes uh, feel responsible to all these other people and all these other things. But when we really, we were talking about how, we, for me, I was saying when I really tap into that source, that spirit, I feel like I come back to myself and mm -hmm. you were echoing something to that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, like when I, for me, it's like meditation or yoga or sitting in nature, just when I silence, sit in silence, um, or even like open myself up, maybe like run some energy through my body. And then like, oh yeah, that's right. I have an energy body. Mm -hmm. Like I go through my day and I'm like my physical body, my, ah, uh, my arm, my legs, uh, you know, like, and, and I'm in my head a lot, mm -hmm. you or know, having feelings, your or, feeling body, or I'm having feelings. And so that's drawing me somewhere else. I mean, that's all part of it. And yet when it comes down to like actually feeling my energetic body, um, like I need to silence myself to get there. And I, I feel like most people <laughs> would have to do that. And most people don't live in that place, you know? Well, and it's not always an easy place to get to. I mean, I, I practice that, right? And still there's moments where I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit here for five minutes to focus <laughs> on my breathing. And my mm -hmm. mind's all, get up, go look at your calendar. You have things you have to do. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm like, shut up, mind. I'm trying to breathe, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's a real conversation I have with myself <laughs> on the regular. But <laughs> but it's not, you know, I'm somebody who practices this mm -hmm. regularly and it can be challenging for me because I have a very noisy brain and I'm very yep. fiery. Um, and it gets really uncomfortable sometimes. It does. You might have feelings come up. Well, and this is the thing, to, a lot of times to get to that place of feeling your own energetic self, your true self, whatever you want to call that, tapping into the universal energy, like there is a lot of garbage sometimes you have to weed through, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe one day it takes you like just a couple minutes mm -hmm. to get there. And then another day it's like you're sitting for 10 minutes and your head is just it's torture. Mm -hmm. Like your head is just chatter, 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 you know? Right. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> well, and I think in Keep that going. way, um, you know, well, a couple pieces to that. One is that we are like onions, right? We have layer and layer and layer. And sometimes we do have to get through a lot of layers mm-hmm. to get down to that place where we can really tap into source, whatever that is for you, and feel that connection and feel the empowerment that comes from that connection. Um, so that's one part of it. The other part of it is you were alluding to, or you didn't allude to, you actually said like, there, here are these tools that I have mm-hmm. because of witchcraft, because of yeah. my spiritual practice that help me to feel like I, I have more power. I yeah. have control over my life. I think they also can guide you into that place of being able to move through those layers nice. and tap in deeper. Right. So if I sit down with my tarot deck and, you know, even if I'm just all, no, no, I'm just going to pull a card really quick while I'm like running around waiting for my coffee to be done, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, I pull a card and I look at it. And if I really allow myself to look at it and think about it for a moment, that can actually bring me into the moment. Yeah. How does this apply to right now? How am I feeling about this right now? What comes up for me when I look at this image, you know, as an example? Nice. Um, even the act of lighting a candle. Lighting a candle. It's my favorite yeah, thing. I love that. <laughs> the simplest darn thing i can't you know here's the thing though i can't just light a candle i always have to i always have to burn sage like if i light a candle i'm always like oh i gotta burn something (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why just a little side note just another tool yeah it is because there's that sense of smell Mm -hmm. and how many times have i smoke cleansed and like gotten there so the second i light that and i smell it it's like oh like sink like I can go there a lot quicker and what an amazing tool to have. Like, seriously. Yeah. I'm trying to learn to, when I first get out of bed, not to look at my phone, to pull a tarot card, How's light a going? candle. It's working. And it's All been right. for several weeks now. Don't look at your phone light a candle, pull a tarot card or whatever your daily practice, you know, or what you want to do. But that's what I've been working on. And that actually is, I feel like it's setting me already up for the day of like, okay. And as planning, the tarot is like planting a seed of like, what's my intention for the day or, you know, what might I be wanting to focus on during the day? Mm -hmm. I like it. Good for you. I'm empowered. making me empowered (laughs) actually you're making yourself empowered by using the tools of your spiritual practice which is witchcraft oh you're so good yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks emily (laughs) we're just weaving a tapestry here yeah exactly (laughs) well i think it's important to um to just make note that throughout history which is our often considered to be women, although mm-hmm. that is not an absolute. And so just to, just to note that here, as we're talking about Women's History Month and we're talking about our own sense of empowerment. Um, and I noticed even when I started Wise Woman Witchery, at some point, somebody asked me about um, inclusiveness because I used to address all my newsletters to wise women. Welcome, wise women. Hello, wise women. Dear mm-hmm. wise women. All of that. And uh, somebody had approached me about, you know, how inclusive are you to people who might be transgender or non-binary or, you know, whatever it might be. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was so coming from this place of feeling empowered as a cisgendered female Mm -hmm. that I didn't think about all of that. 
And it's made me have to rethink how I'm addressing people and, and using, you know, a different, a different term of women. So using the X instead of the E in women to be more inclusive, because um, I think there's something about witchery that does have a feminine element element to it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's women specific. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, um, genders being, you know, we're, we're, we are turning gender on its ear right now. Like the way that it has been, you know, I don't know, displayed or how we're expressing ourselves. It's all changing, which is really exciting. It is. And it, for those of us who have been living in the other realm, it isn't, it's like, oh yeah, it's kind of eye-opening. I mean, I love our generation in that way because we are open to, you know, a lot more open and flexible to new ideas and ways of, I mean, I think I'm generalizing mostly. Maybe, and to just note, we happen to live in a very liberal kind of woo place. Okay. That's so, true. Northern so, California. Yeah. <laughs> so Northern California happens to be free. Generation open. X. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but there is this shift. Happening. It's a huge shift. It's a huge shift and it's a really important shift and one that you know, finally feels like it's opening doors for everyone where mm-hmm. people may have felt in the past they couldn't be their true self, their true selves. They're stepping into themselves and being more accepted. And at the same time, when we look back at women's history, we, we do want to mark like what women, you know, have done to yes. get to where we're at now. Yes, because I think that's all part of that. Yes. I think that's all all part of the shift too. Yep. Um, and misogyny is alive and well, folks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where uh, women are still making less than men, you know, they're still ho- overall holding down, um, what's happening at home, parenting the children and still working at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're doing all the things. And that's not to say that that's acro- again, across the board, that's a huge generalization, but it's, it's been shown in studies that that is still happening. <laughs> yep. And so how do we as women honor and appreciate ourselves and the work that we're doing and feel more empowered and less maybe trapped by societal norms? That's really difficult. It is really difficult. Yep. I mean, over the years, I have struggled um, being a stay-at-home at stay mom, um, running a home program, an educational program for my special needs daughter, and um, feeling valued mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. like because I'm not bringing in money, you know, um, and that both, I could see that was put on me. And also I put it on myself totally because I felt like I needed to do that as well. Like I need to do everything. Right. Right. (laughs) The responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think, so, so taking that piece and looking at the way that witchcraft can bring you back to that core energetic place inside of yourself where you are Mm -hmm. truly you. Yeah. And recognizing I am valuable. Yeah. I do matter. And not because of all these things I'm doing or the things I should have ex- like little quotations here, but uh, <laughs> I should be doing, but who because, I am. Yes. But because of who I am, I'm valuable. Yeah. And, and I know we've talked about this because you've come to a turning point in your career and your life of like, what am I going to do when I grow up yep. now that my daughter's 18? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't need me as much. Oh my gosh. Right. And then feeling that feeling of like, yep. well, I, I guess I should have a purpose. What is that purpose? As if your purpose thus far hasn't been important. Enough. Exactly. Or enough. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, 
it, there's this ideal. And I feel like as women, we do this a lot to each other, to ourselves, you know, of like doing, like, I have to do everything. Yeah. I have to, you know, bring in the money, have a successful, um, you know, business or some, some sort of career, successful career, and be, of course, an amazing mother and wife <laughs> and everything on top of it. And it's, it's not realistic. No. And, and that doesn't feel empowering to me. That feels exhausting. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the oppression, right? I mean, that's like that weight that you're carrying, the burden that you yeah. carry that's partly self-inflicted and partly mm -hmm. societal and, you know, relational and all of those things. Um, but using a practice to be able to kind of shed those layers yes. is, is really the root of empowerment that we were talking about at the beginning of this. And I really like creating that space, like creating that. And I literally have started creating a whole room just for that. Really? I did. I didn't tell you that. No. Emily. <laughs> you like I literally that. transformed my office into a yoga meditation slash room. Slash room. Slash room. Like, <laughs> you know, it's available for others to do exercise if they want to, you know, family members. Like, it's not just my room, you know, but I created that space because I'm like, this is what's happening right now. Like, I need this space. So I literally just cleared like all the stuff out. It is just this beautiful carpet on an open floor plan. Like, is that where you keep all your like yoga stuff? Things? No, magical stuff. I'm that's it's starting to transport like another an altar is coming. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think that I feel like that's the empowerment place of like, oh, this is what's feeding, like, this is what feeds me right mm -hmm. now is like to have that space where I can, you know, sit. And of course I still struggle getting in the room. Totally. It's like, oh, I can't, I don't have time for that. I, you know, I don't have time for me. I don't have time for empowering myself. Right. Like I got to go feed the dogs, you know? <laughs> I do. Well, yeah. you know, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. And I do that partially because that's my time. Mm -hmm. That is the one time of day that I have quiet that's just mine. I can read the newspaper. I can, you know, just, I can do whatever I want. I can mess around on social media if I want to. You know, it's it's like the one time I have. And then from there, I transition into walking the dogs and mm -hmm. doing my exercise and these other things that are really non-negotiables. And I yep. throw exercise in there because really it is a non-negotiable. Yep. Even though I negotiate it out every once in a while, I pay <laughs> the price, the heavy price. Yep. Um, so it's, you know, I, I have to get up at that time to make that space for myself. And by doing that, I'm much more in my body and in my experience and in my practices for the rest of the day. Follow your inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> that just popped into my head. Whether that's related to what you just said, I don't know. <laughs> But it popped into my head. Channeled it was like information totally there, channeled. It was like, follow your inspiration. <laughs> just came into my head. It's like, if you're inspired, that to me, like, is the kind of like the energetic, like, I don't know. It's like universe saying like, this is what feeds you. Right. Right. Go towards that, you know, go towards what's inspiring you because that's going to bring you what you need. Well, and you saying that right there, just kind of bubbling up like that also makes me think about how our, when we 
or at least for me, when I am really in my practice and I am working with my tools and I am tuning into source and doing all of that, my intuition is like off the freaking mm-hmm. hook, yep. right? And when my intuition's off the hook, I am way empowered because I'm like, oh, I'm in the river of spirit. That's what I call it. And I'm like following all these cues yeah. and following all these signs and everything feels right on and good. Oof. Even when it's like funky, even when it leads me to something that might be uncomfortable or sad or whatever it might be, I still know I'm on the right path. Yep. And I think, you know, as I'm saying this right now, I think that actually might be the root for me of the empowerment that comes from my earth-based yeah. spiritual practice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just felt that in my body. I almost got like chills. I'm like, yes, that's sing me it, too. Sister, I'm it. right there yeah. with you. Right. It's a, it's, and maybe that's really in all these things that we've been saying, those, all those things are true. But the absolute like nugget that at least I hope you take away from today is mm-hmm. that um, if witchcraft is your calling as your own spiritual practice or some form of maybe earth-based spirituality, maybe you don't call it witchcraft or witchery, whatever that is, my hope is that it leads you back to yourself Yes, and that you it opens up your intuition because when we stand in our inner knowing, that is when our true empowerment comes forth. That's beautiful. Ooh, I, I almost started crying when we were talking. <laughs> Seriously. I know. Because that it. feels She's not good. Lying. Like if it like that feels good. And it's like a reminder to me. Like it's a reminder to all of us, just like on that deep level of like, you know, when we say, What are we here for? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. What am I doing in this life? You know, mm-hmm. it's when when you're in that place, then you don't ha- like it's just it's just it just is. You're just there. Yeah. Yeah. You're in your boat on the river of spirit. Exactly. Just cruising along <laughs> in the perfect current. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. You're welcome, Veronica. Thanks for coming up with this um, this idea. I honestly did not even know it was Women's History Month. It I is. knew I knew yesterday was International Women's Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should know that because I did a meditation about it. Uh <laughs> Anyway, but I didn't realize it was Women's History Month. So thank you for uh, tuning me into that and, you know, coming up with this idea around that because I think this is important. I think it's important all the time, but it's nice to have a month to hang it on. (laughs) (laughs) We're women. We're here. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing our thing. We're doing our empowered witchy woman thing. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. And uh, and listening to our <laughs> sometimes rambling, often silly, um, <laughs> always, always chats. Uh, we really appreciate you and we want you to feel empowered. So whatever that looks like for you, however you tap into source, uh, I guess the invitation I would leave you with is maybe take some time for that today. Wherever you are listening to this, you know, take a moment, pause. Where do you see all the elements around you? How do you feel yourself present in a moment? What what inspires you in an awestruck sort of way? Um, find that and drop into your river of spirit. <laughs> nice. Until next time, be well, everybody, and stay safe. Thanks for tuning in to The Witch Next Door. You can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast. If you're interested in supporting this work, 
you can do so through the Anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign-up link are available there. And remember, you are magic. Embrace it. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.